hey, hey. Are you in sales and you want to know how to smash that glass ceiling? Do you want to make more money than you ever thought was possible? You're in the right place. My name's Sandra Carter. I've been in commercial real estate for over two decades and I know how to sell. I'm going to teach you the habits, the formulas, the tips, the tricks, and the tools that you will need to be a superstar salesperson in whatever field you're in. So sit back, relax, tune in and listen to my podcast, Million Dollar Agent, and let's smash some glass ceilings together. This episode is brought to you by M2 Moringa. Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, it's Sandra again. Welcome to episode 29. Well, Merry Christmas. We've had Christmas already and we're in that funny week between Boxing Day and New Year's Eve. And you know what? It's um, It's a hard week because... You lose track of time, you don't know what day it is, you've eaten too much, you don't know whether you should be working, you shouldn't be resting. I kind of struggle with this week. I have done an inspection today, that's why I've got my work gear on and my trying to make myself look a bit more festive with these on. But yeah, it's it is definitely a tricky week to manage. So this will be my lo- my last podcast for 2022. So what I thought I would do is goal setting for 2023, which is what I normally do in this week. I usually use this week to sit down, reflect on what I've managed to achieve for the last year and then plan for the following year. So I have a little bit of a routine that I do. Now there's Goals and plans are different. The last podcast I did was about planning and planning is really where you set out your year and put in the big picture stuff that you need to get done for the year and things that you want to achieve during the year. And they're more of a quantitative goal rather than, um, or a plan rather than um, a goal as such. So uh, with the goals, they need to be things that that you want to check off and you want to be able to tick off. Now, they could be uh, qualitative goals, which are things like the way you feel, being happier, being more motivated, things that you can't physically measure in numbers and dollars as such. They're more to do with things that you just want to improve. And it could be kicking habit, for instance. Uh, it could be in taking up meditation and making sure that you're doing that every day. And that's your goal is to get up and do that every single morning. And then you want to make sure that, you know, you, you're writing that down. They're the stuff, things that you need to write down every single day for the record. But anyway, what I do is, uh, at the beginning of the, well, the end of the year, actually, I make sure I've got a new diary for the next year. I actually got one for Christmas. It's behind me on the thing. And it, my family are good. They always buy me a new one for Christmas. So uh, it's a 2023 and it's beautiful and new. And I write down all of my goals for the next year and I just bang them out. I don't even put them into any sort of order or rhyme or reason. I just want to get them on paper first off. So you go to the notes section in the back of your diary and you just list all of the goals that you want to do the following year. Now, goals can be broken down into time frames. So there's what I like to do is three-month goals, six-month goals, nine-month goals, 12-month goals. And then there's your bigger picture stuff. So there's your two and your five-year goals. Now, your two and your five-year goals, they're a little bit wishy-washy because often your five-year goals, if you write down something you want to achieve in five years, you'll keep pushing it out. So it's 
always going to be on a five-year never-never plan. But when you look at those goals, it's important to write them down anyways because you need to work out what you have to do and then over the next five years to get to that five-year goal. So for instance, if you want to have a $100,000 share portfolio share portfolio in five years' time, you're going to have to do a $20,000 uh, investment plan for the first year of that five years. So if you say from now on, I want to have it in five years' time, I want that $100,000. 2023 goal is to have a savings of a $20,000 share portfolio. So you might go and buy $10,000 of shares in Qantas next year and then five in something else and five in another um, company that you like. So you have to know what the big picture plans are, but you have to factor those into the next year as well as because there's going to be things you need to do to get to that five-year plan or that two-year plan. You might want to take the kids to Disneyland, for instance. So the agenda would be this year you want to save $2,000 or $5,000 towards that particular trip and have a saving account set up that's called Disney Trip. And by the end of 23, you need $5,000 in there so that in the next couple of years you can take the kids to Disneyland. But really, today I'm going to focus on the things that you need to set up for your 2023 goals. So we're talking three-month goals. We're talking six-month goals, nine-month goals, 12-month goals. And yeah, I just, as I said before, just bang out a list of things you want to do. It might be home improvements. It might be uh, releasing your web page in the first quarter. It might be writing a book. So there's some things, it's a bit of a hint in what my goals are for next year. Now, you, you have to... Uh, Think big. Think big picture. Don't hold back on your your goals. Write every single thing down. And some of them might seem a bit ridiculous, but when you put them on paper, what you can do after you've written that big list is have a good look and write a time frame next to each of them. So on a separate piece of paper, you've got to break them down into three months, six months, nine months, 12 months. And the three-month stuff is the stuff that you know that you need to get done in the next three months, the things that you want to get done in the next three months and things that you can actually do. Don't be like pie-in-the-sky stuff. So what I usually do is write down goals pretty much every day anyway. So you need to get yourself, as well as your diary for 2023, get yourself a little black book. So I often write down my goals, and this is my 2022 book. So... Stopping at the lights, I just write messy pages of things I want to do. And that might be the stuff I want to get done for the year. It might be that week. It might be, even be that day. And it might even be big picture five-year stuff. But often I'm sitting at the lights and I'm doing this. I know I could probably get in trouble for that. But, you know, I'll just grab my book and I'll write down, you know, things I want to get done. And just It's getting it out of your head. Because if you get it out of your head, you actually become, uh, I don't know, more conscious of what you're trying to achieve and you feel like you need to do it because it's there and you've written it down and you're accountable to yourself. So yeah, get yourself a diary for 23, get yourself a little black book as well or a little pink book or whatever. And I have to be honest, I have more than one little black book. I have my one I keep beside my bed, my notes in it, and I just like to get stuff out of my head and just... Anything that I'm thinking about, write the date on. These are things that I've just written. They're silly things like 
Um, get serious about finishing the course. I wrote this in the beginning of the year. Um, finish the barn. I have built my dream barn this year and um, just purely for the fact of th- that I can't get the guys to do the fit out, it's not quite done yet. Um, yeah, find a cottage. I'm putting my building a cottage for my mum too. So there's all these things that you can just write down and then you keep reinforcing in your subconscious mind the things that you're trying to achieve so it's really important now when you get to the end of the year it's pretty cool that to have a be able to sit through your diary and tick off all the things you've done but don't beat yourself up about it like seriously don't do that because not everything is in your control and you might things may have gone a bit pear-shaped um, for instance, if you're trying to do home renovations in 2022, good luck because getting anybody to come to your house and do things, tradies, were super hard to get. And I feel the pain. I've, there's things that I really wanted to get done. And, you know, and I did write a dream list that was a bit bigger than it should have been. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll those into the next year. I'm not beating myself up about it. I've got to be realistic. You can't do it all. But, um, I probably tried to squeeze a five-year plan into one year and that didn't work either. So you just have to keep moving along. Do not kick yourself. You are going above and beyond what most people do and that's writing stuff down and getting it out of your head and making sure that you can see it on paper because it, it does help. It makes you definitely makes you accountable. So, yeah, it's this is a short, short and sweet episode, but I just want to make sure that you're not – aimlessly going into 2023 and hoping for the best what you need to do is get focused and I've said this before even in the planning podcast that we've just done that you know you can't just assume that things are going to happen you have to make sure you're controlling them and you've actually got some direction otherwise you like that bumbling ship without a sail and you're just bouncing around out there on the water and you're not actually getting anywhere because there's no direction no one's driving the ship so very important write down your goals write down what you where you want to be six months time you want to be looking at that going and time is so slippery it's so fast it, you know three months it, it's a terrifying plan because it, it goes so fast and you've got to you know make sure that those things are achievable and and do things that are going to improve your life too good habits are something that you need to work on every single day. So doing little things every day. Look, I've got some checklists in my head that I have to do. When I wake up, I meditate. I need to do that. I need to drink my horrible green smoothie every single day. I know it's it tastes like dirt. It tastes like dish water. But I know if I if I do it now and then, it's not going to do anything. I've got to do it every single day. So creating those habits, make that a goal to actually improve yourself. And I think I spoke about all of this in episode one or episode two. It's all about you. So life is so short, you really need to look after yourself. And it's going to be so much easier to achieve your goals if you're feeling good. And that's what we want to do. Like if you're in sales, you have to be ready for a big year. You want It's a full contact sport. Don't go in, don't drag yourself into the next year and hope for fingers crossed the universe is going to give you good results you need to drive it you need to give yourself a head start so this is a great great week to plan that head start this is a great week to get on top of where you want to be going and 
setting those goals and writing them down and making those plans. And yeah, and we've got a bit of time to do that now. And it doesn't have to be painful. You don't have to be locked in your office doing that. You can be sitting by the pool or you can, yeah, with a mocktail, <laughs> my favorite thing to do. And yeah, and just, as I said, just bang out all of the goals that you really want to achieve over the next 12 months. And yeah, some of them may need to get pushed into a two-year plan and some of them may need to get pushed into a five-year plan. But the things that you're going to have to do to get to those plans, they need to be factored into this year because they're not just going to happen out of thin air. Your five-year plan, your five-year goal is not going to just emerge out of thin air. There's going to have to be something you're doing this coming year to make that big picture plan happen. So break it all down. Work out what that needs to look like so that you can factor it in. There might be something you have to do in the three-month plan to make that five-year goal happen. There's a three-month goal that makes a five-year goal happen, whether that's saving $1,000 in the first three months, whether it's applying for that job that's going to take you to the point where where you need to be in your career to get to the next level whatever it might be whether you know it's going and educating yourself doing a course doing a degree doing whatever you need to do because in 5 years time you want to be applying for you know a management position in what in whatever role you're in you know you're going to have to do something about it now Things don't just come out of thin air. So, yeah, and again, it's really cool being able to get all these things down and break them down and then tick them off. That's the fun bit, ticking off the stuff and you know you feel good. And like I've said before, when you get to the end of the year and you look back on the year and people say, people kind of generalize as the year is a good or a bad year and often people are basing it on the environment you know, interest rates are high and yada, 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 and they've had a bad year and this has happened and that's happened and, you know, we've had another COVID year. They're basing it on things that are out of their control. You need to have something to gauge that's all about you and is in your control because when you achieve those things and you tick those boxes and you get to that point, you're going to feel fabulous and you're going to say, I had a great year. I ticked off 60% of the goals that I wanted to tick off that I achieved. Well done you. You've had a fabulous year and it didn't matter what anyone else was doing. It didn't matter what the world was doing because you achieved your goals. So yeah, that's it. That's a wrap. Uh, Just to go back over it again, get yourself a diary for next year. Write down a huge list of goals you want to achieve. Categorize them into three months, six months, nine months, two years, five years. Work out the five-year plan, what you need to do in the next year to actually get to the five-year goal. Write it all down. Get a little black book as well as... And keep writing your goals down during the year all the time. Make sure you're reinforcing them because that's what makes them happen when you just keep getting them out of your head and down on paper because you can see it and then you become accountable and then you actually find a way to do it. And, yeah, and don't beat yourself up if you don't get them done. Roll them on. Keep moving towards the things you want to move towards. Keep achieving your goals bit by bit. Break them down into small pieces. Don't make an unrealistic goal but not do the work along the way. You need to do that. 
And yeah, so my name is Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial real estate agent. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and LinkedIn under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. And yeah, so keep selling hard and set your goals for 2023. It's so important and smash that glass ceiling. Till next time. Oh, and I just wanted to say, oh, you have to forgive me for all the clicking and the papering and all that sort of thing through this episode. It was actually recorded live straight through and it's on YouTube. So have a great day. I told you about M2 Moringa. I told you what it does. You need to go and look at the website and have a look at the reviews. The Moringa leaf, the miracle tree, it just does everything. I've seriously replaced all of my pills. So get onto the website. That's www.m2moringa.com.